Thriving in divorce and beyond means not having to worry about the safety of your children when it comes to co-parenting. With alcohol abuse on the rise, many co-parents are turning to the system committed to providing proof, protection, and peace of mind. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. Soberlink's real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test so you can be confident your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, judges rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court-admissible evidence of sobriety, and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. Pull back the curtain on the mysteries of parenting time and trust the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology to keep you informed and your kids safe and secure. To download the resource I created with Soberlink, Divorce and Addiction, A Guide to Move Forward, visit www.soberlink.com backslash Susan. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. Supporting the client mostly in the empowerment of the process, that they are the captain of their ship. They make decisions. And it's that empowerment that we give back and support our clients and allows them to not only make a difference in terms of what they want their divorce to look like, but really work on some skills that will carry them through so many other aspects of their life. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce, and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process, so listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and today we have not one but two, two special guests joining us. Um, I always love it when I get a twofer for my listeners, and I've just been talking with Deborah and Tracy, and I I know this is going to be one of those episodes where I get a lot of outreach from my listeners because you ladies have a wealth of knowledge in an area that is really going to be helpful to those who are listening. So let me first say, Deborah Doe, Tracy Callahan, thank you so much for joining me on Divorce and Beyond today. Excited to be here. Thank you. I'm excited to have you both. You reached out to me. um, I think it was on Instagram, uh, which is where I've followed you both. And I've been following the Divorce Coaches, uh, Divorce Coaches Academy. And I, I love what you're doing, and I think what you're doing is really important. So as soon as you did reach out, I knew it had to be an episode, and I was just telling you, I always ask my guests, my listeners know this, I ask my guests, you know, what would you like me to ask you? What, what are some good questions? And you guys gave me some great questions. So although I very often will veer off into my own train of thought, I think we're going to run through a lot of these questions, because this is the information that 
many people just really need to have, and it's it should be hopefully for them early in the divorce process. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. how to hire the right divorce coach for you. Um, and, and you ladies, mm-hmm. I mean, you are training divorce coaches, you are divorce coaches, you are my colleagues in the divorce mediation room, you're both mediators. Um, Deborah, I did not realize you are a CDFA as well. Mm -hmm. If any of my listeners know, I'm a huge fan of CDFAs as well. And I, you know, I'm just very happy to be bringing this level of information to my listeners and to my um, colleagues, because I know I have a lot of colleagues who listen as well. So we're going to get some great information out there for you all. Uh, But let's just start at, you know, let me start with one of my own questions, um, because I'm going to veer off a bit after I just said I wouldn't. (laughs) What is a divorce coach? Somebody, somebody let me know just what is a divorce coach? Because I think people have a lot of different ideas about this. Yeah, I think it's really um, one of the most fascinating fields ever, honestly. Um, And it's a relatively new field that a lot of people don't really have that much information about. And I think what's important to recognize is, you know, when you hear when people hear the word coach, you know, people have mixed feelings, right? There's so many different coaches in our experience in our lives, right? There's life coaches, there's athletic coaches, Divorce coaching is very sort of different. And I think the thing that differentiates it in the space of the divorce field is that it was absolutely recognized by the American Bar Association. And I think that really made a a pivotal moment in defining the field and the level of professionalism. Even more so exciting for me as a mediator who entered the field of divorce coaching after I had been mediating, it's recognized by the American Bar Association as a form of alternative dispute resolution. And I think that's a really, really key important factor in understanding the field of divorce coaching. Um, So I'm just going to sort of define how the American Bar Association talks about what divorce coaching is and then go off a little bit on my sort of my own language. So it really is a flexible goal-oriented process designed to support, motivate, and guide people going through divorce to help them make the best decisions for their future. And it's really dependent on sort of what their interests, needs, uh, and and, uh, concerns are. So when we talk about divorce coaching, we're really talking about two different buckets, right? And, And recognizing what a divorce coach does we look at two tracks or what I call parallel tracks. One is understanding the business side of the divorce process, right? What processes, and when we talk about process, we're talking about how are you gonna get divorced, right? Are you gonna hire an attorney? Are you going to mediate? Are you looking at a do-it-yourself kind of thing? But also all of that other stuff that goes along with the business side of divorce, right? Getting financially organized, getting yourself organized in terms of your thought processes, in terms of what decisions you have to make. So there's a whole bunch of stuff on the business side of the divorce process that most people don't even recognize in terms of preparation, right? And then the other track is the emotional management of the process. We know for many, divorce can be extremely overwhelming, scary, filled with stress, filled with unknowns, fears of what's going to happen. So Although they're parallel paths, they totally affect one another, 
right? If you're not sort of prepared for the business side of the divorce, you might feel more stress and overwhelmed, or you might feel, you know, stress and overwhelmed from the business side of the divorce process. You know, people who've given their financial affidavits, completed their network statements and are like freaking out. What do I do? How do I get this information? Um, so they really are these, these two tracks that divorce coaches work simultaneously and both supporting the client mostly in the empowerment of the process, that they are the captain of their ship, that they make decisions. And it's that empowerment that we give back and support our clients and allows them to not only sort of make a difference in terms of what they want their divorce to look like, but really work on some skills that will carry them through so many other aspects of their life. And the other interesting thing about divorce coaching is we really, as divorce coaches, we work along the entire continuum of the divorce process, right? So that could be everybody from the, you know, I don't know if I want to get divorced or not, that should I or shouldn't I people to the client who perhaps was just served divorce papers and felt like they just got kicked in the stomach to somebody who maybe wants a divorce, but is looking at a really amicable process and how to do that in terms of the best interests of their family and children, uh, as well as to individuals who've gone through the divorce process who might be struggling with some co-parenting issues and how to be able to communicate and work in conflict resolution with their co-parents and be the best co-parent possible to those individuals who are really struggling, right? Caught in their divorce story, feeling sort of overwhelmed by, you know, being defined by their divorce. You know, some of those people who, when you talk to them, they're like talking about their divorce and you say, oh, when did you get divorced? Well, five years ago, you know, so those people who just really haven't been able to transition and recover from the divorce process, who really saw that as a traumatic experience. So we really cover quite a lot of ground. The skill set and the building that we work in as with our clients as divorce coaches carries throughout that entire continuum. I, I love that. I have to say, as a member of leadership of the ABA's dispute resolution section, I'm so happy that you brought the fact that the section and the ABA is at large recognized years ago the value um, of divorce coaching and that divorce coaching is a part of our dispute resolution process. I mean, as you're a part of, I hope you're members of the section because that's, we are all colleagues in that as well, as well as being mediators. Our divorce coaches are members of our dispute mm -hmm. resolution process and yeah. members of the team. I mean, we were talking about that earlier is I think everyone, and I think Tracy, you just said this, is that, you know, it's the empowerment of the individuals in their process, because so often people think the power lies either in the hands of their attorney, in the hands of a judge, or in yeah. the hands of their spouse. And so that empowerment can be, you know, really important for people. So I told you both, and, and my listeners know, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of divorce coaching, of coaching in general. And you mentioned that a little bit, Tracy, um, that we, we hear of so many different kinds of coaches in life. You know, we have life coaches. Biz, I've worked with a number of business coaches. We've got the one with the whistle who's telling us to run faster. You know, all that kind of coaching, um, all of whom are extremely helpful mm -hmm. in our lives. But divorce coaches 
tend to come from all different kinds of backgrounds. Like if you're getting a soccer coach, they usually have some sort of soccer background. If you're getting a, a business coach, they usually have a business background. But divorce coaches truly yeah. come from all kinds of backgrounds. So talk to me about that a little bit and about the training that goes into becoming, successfully becoming a divorce coach. The spectrum of people that are starting to come into the profession of divorce coaching is so wide. We have attorneys, paralegals, guardian ad litems, mediators, parenting coordinators. So we've got people that are working in the court system. But we also have financial, mental health, and medical professionals. We have clergy, holistic healers, people from other uh, coaching venues. And then we have moms and dads that have been through divorce. And the common thread for all these people really is that they see the opportunity for clients to have a kinder, gentler divorce than what they've seen happen in the litigation environment. It's so critical, that opportunity. I love that you said that. Yeah, um, they maybe have been in the court system themselves or as a professional, and they've seen kind of how brutal that litigious environment can be for families. And they know there there is an alternative dispute resolution process, right? That's available to them. And they really, really want to be part of that. Or there's some, uh, someone who had a personal experience and now that they've heard of divorce coaching, they think, wow, I wish I'd had someone like that to hold my hand to help me through it. I could have made a lot better decisions. I personally made my divorce a lot more difficult and more expensive than it needed to be. Mm -hmm. It didn't have to be so hard. It didn't have to cost me so much, but I didn't have a divorce BFF to walk me through it. I like that phrase, the divorce BFF. Although kind of a been there, done that. You yeah. Know? experienced professional person to help me with, like Tracy said, both the emotional management and the business side, because when you don't have your emotions managed properly, when you're not processing that, man, you're making some bad choices that you don't need to. Well, and that's what we see so yeah. much of in the mediation room, in the, you know, in the conference room with our clients. Right. And Reactive. you mentioned something, yeah, where it just, you know, the triggers, the yeah. the caught in the emotion, making decisions out of those emotions. Tracy mentioned the fear, mm -hmm. the anger, you know, right. all of that, those feelings. But you did mention something that, you know, I've heard. I actually had a colleague, a family law attorney colleague mentioned to me that they, oh, divorce coaches are just women who have gone through divorce and mm. think they've learned so much about it that they can now tell other people how to get divorced. And I just want to throw it out to you because I very much do not believe that to be true. And Deborah, I think you've hit on some of that, but is there anything either of you would like to say to that? Tracy and I are both involved in training and mentoring a lot of new divorce coaches. So we can tell you who's entering the profession. And that isn't true. It is right. attorneys, it's mediators, it's parenting coordinators, it's people who have seen this process and see the opportunity for it to be different. Right. And are getting the training. Yeah. And are getting yeah. the training and want to get professional training. So there's a wide variety of training out there. And and some people are saying, I'm a divorce coach because I've been through a personal experience and I can help you. 
And there are training programs out there that are short. There are online ones. And then there are really intensive ones that people go through. Mm -hmm. So there's a, a wide gamut. And that's what folks should be looking at when they're hiring a divorce coach. And, and I do think, Susan, to your point, yeah. we have seen an evolution of the field, right? Yes. It's a very young, it's a very young field, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But it's an up and coming field. And as this country and internationally, uh, we're seeing a move to alternative dispute resolution processes mm -hmm. in all aspects and realms of the divorce process. Yeah. No divorce should bankrupt somebody. No divorce should put you in a mental health institution. You know, so we're seeing the movement. And so over the years, mm -hmm. I mean, I've been practicing, I was trained nine years ago as a divorce coach. There weren't a lot of training programs. When I went into it, there was actually like one. I <laughs> the one I said, I know the one that you did. And it's yeah, the only right. one I so knew of back was, then. It was the CDC certified divorce coach program. And I was struggling looking for it. And then I'm Googling, what the hell is divorce coaching, right? I was a mediator, but I people were calling me and I was engaging on a different level. So we've seen an evolution in the last mm -hmm. 10 years. And one of the things I think is this movement towards alternative dispute resolution, that's really, really supported this new level of professionalism and individuals who are already within the sort of professional divorce space who are saying, let me learn more about this. Let me see those skills that I can then help out. Now, I do not want to take away from the individual who did come into this field. Kind of how divorce coaching started was people who had a, a traumatic experience with their divorce and said, this has got to be different. This has got to change, right? This, this shouldn't be. And so those were individuals and yes, they happen to be some women. Um, but the, the difference between those people and some of the stuff that we see out there now is they got the, they went and got the training, mm -hmm. right? So you can be you know, you can have the experience of, you know, being in a traumatic, you know, divorce and saying, I want to help other people. Mm -hmm. um, but those individuals now are getting the training and taking the training and supporting their clients without their own bias. That's the concern we need to work from because right. just because you're divorced, I call divorces like snowflakes, you know, they're all, they seem similar, right? <laughs> but everyone is extremely unique because it's that individual's values, mm -hmm. their, their experiences, how their family worked, what that looked like. Well, and one of the things Tracy and I are really, really talk about with new coaches when we're training and mentoring is how important it is if you've been through a traumatic experience is that we want to make sure you are healed and that you're coaching from your scar and not from your wound when you go out in the professional world. So you need to have done your work before you're going out and working with other people. So that's, it's really important if that's where you've come from. Right, and it's yeah. so critical and, and I love what both of you have said it. And I have to say, you know, I was a divorce attorney and then I got divorced. And the divorce attorney I was after I got divorced was a different divorce attorney than the divorce attorney I was before I got divorced, if you can follow that little continuum. I absolutely um, and can. Then, right? And then I met my current husband, who was a divorce dad with children. And I became a different kind of divorce attorney when I had children whose parents were going through conflict in my home. 
Um, so any, and I became better every time. Don't yeah. please, yeah. you know, take that the way I meant that is right. that I, I took my experience came experience. in and right. I grew from the experience. Yes. And so right. to my colleagues out there who think, oh, well, this is just someone who's been through a divorce. Don't underestimate somebody 100%. taking their personal experience. Deborah, mm-hmm. you just said that yes. you made your divorce harder than it needed to be because you just didn't know. Right. I absolutely mm-hmm. didn't know. And I've been through two divorces, actually. I have okay. you know, got the t-shirt. One super amicable. We shared a moving truck the day we moved out. We had keys to each other's houses to co-parent. It was beautiful. The second one, not so much. I use both I use both experiences equally, right? To help people. I happen to have a finance background. So that's yes. kind of the direction I went. Yeah. So we can't discount that. That's how I came into the profession. But I made sure I was completely healed before I came in because I think that's really important. I don't want to transfer that. That's a great I can see already the Instagram quote that's going to come out of the make sure you're you're coming from, you know, from your scar, from the scar, not from your yeah, coach, from your uh, scar, wound. not from your wound. Okay. Yeah, a good one. Mm-hmm. so important. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kate Anthony over at the Divorce Survival Guide. Susan said it would be okay to pop in and talk to you really quickly about my new program, the Divorce Survival Program. See what I did there? Look, once you've decided to get a divorce, you may feel a sense of relief. The decision is finally made. But at the same time, you're likely feeling a sense of foreboding of what's ahead. There's a huge mountain left to climb. And if you've never gotten divorced before, especially divorced with kids, there's a lot that you don't know. You need a deep dive into the divorce process, STAT. That's why you're listening to this podcast right now. That's also why I created the Divorce Survival Program. In the Divorce Survival Program, you'll learn how to have the most difficult conversations of your life with your husband, your children, friends, families, and even nosy neighbors. You'll learn how to set healthy boundaries in high and low conflict divorces. You'll learn how the legal and financial processes really work whether you should or can seek support, and you'll be taken through the process of emotional healing. And of course, you'll learn how to start dating on the other side. In this one-of-its-kind program, I bring together top experts from around the country, including the amazing Susan Guthrie, who share their wisdom in exclusive interviews not available anywhere else. And of course, there are over 20 videos in which I speak directly to you, answering your most pressing questions. The Divorce Survival Program is a self-paced online program available for purchase now at divorcesurvivalprogram.com. And if you use the code SUSAN, you'll get $50 off the already super low price now through the end of the year. Again, that's divorcesurvivalprogram.com and use the code SUSAN when you check out. And now back to Susan's amazing episode. Stay tuned for more from my visit with mediators and trainers, Deborah Doak and Tracy Callahan, as we discuss how to find the right coach for your divorce. But I didn't have a divorce BFF to walk me through it. Experienced professional person to help me with, like Tracy said, both the emotional management and the business side because when you don't have your emotions managed properly when you're not processing that and you're making some bad choices that you don't need to if you're enjoying this episode check out my interview with attorney and mediator lisa koski as we discuss why there is no one right way 
to get divorced. I want to help my clients so that when they get through this, on the other side, they're not back in this position again. I want to teach them how to have a better life after their divorce. And now we return to today's show. So now we've talked to people, I hope they've heard that I truly believe, and I've said this on many other episodes, so it's not a surprise to anyone who's listening. I believe a divorce coach is an essential member of your team. I I think that is, uh, and frankly, it's a good place to start. If you are in any of those places, Tracy was talking about, do I want to get divorced? I want to get divorced. I just got served with papers. What do I do? Everyone runs to the divorce attorney. I suggest finding a coach before you do that, because it will affect who you choose as a divorce attorney. I'll help you. Yes. But how do you, what do you, how do you find a divorce coach? What do you look for in a divorce coach? We've just talked about all these different types of people that take that, that training. Just like any other professional you want to hire fit is just as important as anything else. Right? So I hope that you will get on the phone with them and chat, but also check out their website, check out their social media. You want to know where they were trained. Where did they get educated? Where did they get certified, right? What's their experience? If they have a a specialty, what is that? What's their approach? Is their lifestyle similar, right? If you have a very, um, if you're very religious, you want to make sure somebody has that same spiritual approach that you do. You just want to make sure that they're very aligned with you to begin with. And then you want to make sure that they, they speak like you do. You're a fit. It's just like choosing any other professional. Do we vibe? Because mm-hmm. you can go to anybody's website and it'll say, hi, I'm, I'm so-and-so. I can help you with all the things, right? But until you talk to them, you don't know that they're your person, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to have that consult call and you want to make sure that when you are speaking with them, you're hearing language that feels like it is going to guide you not be giving you advice or telling you what to do, right? Somebody that is going to feel like they're going to help you make good decisions for yourself, going to help you de-escalate. Those are things you want to listen for. Not somebody who's going to say, let's go get the shark. Let's take him. Uh, Please don't listen to that person. We have a whole episode on why you don't want a shark. I I listened to that that one. Yeah, that was, that was so fabulous. Um, I just taught a course on high conflict to new divorce coaches. And one of the things I said is don't underestimate the role of the attorney in escalating conflict sometimes. So that's part of what a coach can do is help their client prepare a list of interview questions to choose the right attorney to make sure they're a good fit for them, right? Yeah, and that's that's actually, that would be where I would go next. You know, it's one thing, and I hear you because I say the same thing about interviewing divorce attorneys, is find someone who is accessible to you, mm-hmm. you know, who is speaking a language. I love that you say that, Deborah, because yeah. it's critical, right? They're they're saying things in a way that you can take it in. You know, some people want legalese. I tend to not like to talk like that, but uh, you know, but but what are the qu- actual questions you should ask? As Deborah was saying, one of the most important things to do, in my opinion, in looking for a divorce coach, is also referrals right? Uh, Is somebody had somebody worked with 
a divorce coach before, putting it out there, aside from checking sort of the background. So questions, once you get into that, you know, almost every divorce coach offers a complimentary discovery call. And I think that's essential, right? So if you did sort of the background work, you checked out their website, you checked out sort of what the credentials they had on, what's their story, right? Any associations they belong to, you know, even as divorce coaches, we don't have a professional association for divorce coaches. Do they belong to, you know, the Association of Professional Family Mediators or the Conciliatory Courts, Family Courts? So lots of different areas that you want to be looking on. But the discovery call is essential, right? And it should be complimentary because part of this is being able to speak to the divorce coach, right? So you want to be able to ask them, you know, what is their process? Deborah spoke about it. I don't like long-term commitments. This is not life coaching. You know, sometimes you see life coaches, they hire, you have to hire them for a six-month basis. This is event-based coaching, right? So we are in some kind of incident in which there is an event. So what's their process? How long do they typically work with a client? Um, are they, do they offer special programs? You know, for example, I offer a special program on pre-mediation divorce coaching if somebody's preparing for mediation or if somebody's contemplating, should I or shouldn't I get divorced or in the throes, each one is sort of a set program. So one of the things that you really want to be asking the divorce coaches, what's their process? Do they offer specialized programs? How long do they expect to work with you? Right. What's it going to take? Um, what do they what do they charge? How do they provide services? Well, it's an important one, yeah, right? It is. So as as divorce coaches, right? As divorce coaches, the two huge benefits, outcomes of divorce coaching is, is that the client will save money and the client will save time. Aside from all of that other stuff that happens, right? The, those are the two huge benefits. There is a direct correlation that if individuals start working with a divorce coach, identify the most efficient process for them, taking into consideration their financial needs and interests, they ultimately save money on their divorce process. And they also save time, right? These divorces that go on for oh. 12 months, uh, uh, these never ending yeah, stories, I call them. Oh. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Well, Three I was years. starting there. But yeah. yeah, which again, look at all of those things that happen to that person who's in that process, mm -hmm. right? The emotional turmoil, the stress and anxiety, all of that, which then is resulting in more costs to them mm -hmm. on, on so many different levels. So, what does that look like, right? What is the price for them? You know, when you're talking about building a divorce team, right, and, and making clear on who's part of your team, what are their roles and, and what do they cost? So price is a huge factor in divorce coaching, you know, and I think, you know, staying away from those long term commitment type people, right, because it should be a similar to mediation to sort of pay as you go. Divorce coaching is similar, right? What do you need? How do you need it? I'll work with a client for three months and they're good to go. I might, they might come back to me mm -hmm. in a little bit, but that's sort of where they're at. So sort of that process, how much they cost. And then also how do they work, right? Most of us work nationally and internationally. So we've always sort of been a virtual 
practice. Mm -hmm. We used to do phone. If that sounds so crazy, (laughs) we used to do, (laughs) (laughs) we, we used to do phone work. Um, and then we went to Skype, you know, and then we went to FaceTime and then zoom, you know, so we're all like up and uh, running out, but uh, there's a lot of people who do locally also actually meet with clients. So you want to understand sort of that process. And one of the other things is, is you want to know what does that include, right? So in addition to, I typically do weekly sessions, right? Divorce coaches typically meet with a client depending on where they're at and what's happening, usually meet weekly, but a lot of divorce coaches provide interim support, right? So part of the work that I do with clients is, and and Deborah as well, is provide if somebody's stuck or something happened, intermittent texting support, email, mm-hmm. phone. And for divorce coaches, I'd rather if you're ready to, um, you got in a fight with your soon-to-be ex and you're about to drive your pickup truck into their car, you know, good, <laughs> text good me first. <laughs> Just text me, right? So there is, because it's going to help us all in the end, right, that you can provide support. So those Mm -hmm. are some of the big things. But I I can't stress enough the fit. Mm -hmm. Do they speak your language? Do you feel? and, And most importantly, they shouldn't always agree with you right? You don't need a divorce coach who's going to tell you everything you want to hear. Divorce coaching is a lot of reality testing, right? It's a lot of holding up the mirror to the client. We ask permission, but sometimes those aha moments are extremely important. And ultimately, you know, is this person, this coach supporting an alternative dispute resolution process, not saying yes, as Deborah said, go, you know, get that shark, you go get them, you know, and, and the reality testing of that is, is the, the place to be. So the client defines what their ultimate goal is. The coach should not. So those are all really important questions when uh, interviewing a divorce coach Mm -hmm. uh, and, and sort of helping make that decision as to if it's a good fit, for them because it's a true partnership. There's responsibilities from the client side as well as from the coach side. Tracy, I think you made a really, really good point about the reality testing because I was looking at some statistics for the course that I took or that I taught and, you know, unrealistic and unmanaged expectations are also one of the things that drive conflict and drive cost. And one of the studies I looked at said the average cost for mediation is about $6,600. The average cost for a collaborative divorce is about seventeen seven somewhere in there, and a full litigation is about seventy seven thousand. So you know when we are able to reality test and manage expectations, look at what we've done. Look at how right. we've saved a kids' college education in in legal costs. And, oh, yeah. I mean that's yeah. a huge part of it, right? You, right, Tracy, you mentioned that people, people, I will often hear the objection to coaching as I'm already spending so much money on a divorce. I don't want to spend money on one more person. And I have always tried to point out that when you have someone helping you manage your emotions and helping you manage and understand the process and the business side of things, you actually will move through it much more quickly and with less expense. And, you know, a divorce attorney, if you're going there, for all of your, as your sole resource, therapy. I mean, 
<laughs> I yeah, I mean, oh, I had clients that would, you know, I was at the at the high end of my practice. I was about seven hundred dollars an hour as a right. divorce attorney. Yeah, seven hundred dollars. So that's six sessions with me. Right. Okay. We just. I think that just resolved everything for I you. Charged, and I charged seven seventy five for six sessions. And you can actually help. What most people are talking to about with their divorce attorney right. is not something that the yes. divorce attorney can actually, right. we're not trained in your emotional content and helping you. We're not able to call your ex up and tell him or her they're being a jerk. No, no. We can't call their attorney up and ask their attorney mm -hmm. to tell them to stop. No, but we it. can help them. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring out one of your favorite people. We can help you write a BIF response. We can yes. train you on how to do that, right? Yeah. We can yes. help you not blow up your world so that yeah. we can do that. Now, I, you know, other divorce coaches charge other rates, but I just threw that out as an example of seriously, you can spend six hours with me and get probably a lot more. And with Tracy too, or other coaches, mm -hmm. I think are probably, you know, in that range for mm -hmm. one hour with your attorney. You know, and Susan, this is another hugely glaring, obvious thing, but people miss it. You're, we also support clients being good clients, which means yes. that your attorney needs to do what they're expert at yes. and what their expert perspective is, is guiding them through the legal system, right? The mm -hmm. law, making decisions, legal decisions in terms of impact. When the client is overwhelmed and scared and frustrated and crying and emotional and all of this other stuff, and, and they're taking their expert away from doing what the expert needs to do, mm -hmm. there's also some stuff that happens between a, an attorney-client relationship. Right. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and then our clients not really like nobody's enjoying that client, right? Because you're taking you're away from them. doing, you're right. taking away from them doing what their work can do. So to, to be able to appropriately find the place to be able to do that. And, and, and it's not always therapy, you know, and, and I'm an advocate of therapy, but there's a huge difference between therapy and coaching, Correct. right? Therapy spends a lot of time looking backwards, right? What happened in coaching? We are all focused forward. Okay. This happened. So now where are you going? How do you want How it to be do next it? Where are you going to? Exactly. And, and that's a, another, that action, right? Mm -hmm. Is allowing the client to be able to move and be able to use their attorney in the best, most efficient way yeah. when they're being charged $700 an hour. An hour. And, so, and, helps yeah. your, and helps your attorney do a better, more efficient job. When yeah. a client writes their attorney a novel of information, now you paid your attorney $300 to read your email when it could have been two bullet points with two <laughs> specific questions if we had really boiled it down instead of this big emotional like, so you can help your attorney be more efficient and serve you better, mm -hmm. right? If we can consolidate right. that into, what is it you really need to ask your attorney? Right, instead yep. of your attorney looking through the eight page email, yeah, right. trying to find the question, the, 
the kernels that, that we can actually do something with. Now, you know, I've moved beyond just being a divorce attorney and I, I do mm-hmm. a lot of different things for people, but you know, I would have clients who would call me and they, I knew they heard me because they would start the conversation with, I know you're my attorney and this isn't really your area of expertise, but I just need to vent and I'm willing to pay for it. And I, you know, I, I'd say I'm a human. I I care about my clients. I will listen, mm-hmm. but usually at the end of the conversation, I'm going to say, as a human being, I am so sorry this is happening, and I'm so sorry that you feel this way. As your attorney, I have to tell you, the law does not provide a remedy for he looked at you funny, or the kids didn't get their homework done, or whatever the you know what has driven you to this moment. And I'm not belittling those things or no. minimizing them at all. What no. I'm saying is your attorney doesn't have the tools legally to yeah. work with that. Right. Um, yeah. Right. But so I do want to make sure we we touch on one really important part because I know that you are working to train divorce mm-hmm. coaches. Mm-hmm. And this is really important because as you pointed out, Tracy, up until mm-hmm. not too long ago, there really weren't very many places for coaches to go to get training. You are training coaches. Why is training so important? Why is it important that you find a trained and certified coach? Yeah, I think, you know, there over the years, there's been more programs that have popped up in terms of certifying. I am still going to say the the oldest and the most trusted, in my opinion, is the CDC certified divorce coach training. The, the challenge is, is when people come through these programs, and it is a very comprehensive program, but it, even if it was another program, Because there are no national standards, I spoke about that, there's no national standards or state standards for the field of divorce coaching. Unlike mediation, most states have some standards of practice, some ethical uh, regulations or some oversight, not every state, but most states now are moving and some, some states are moving that direction. There's nothing for divorce coaching. Right. And then to top it off, there's no professional association geared specifically to the divorce coach. Like in mediation, we have association professional family mediation. We could go on and on for the different areas. So um, one of the challenges I found as a trainer in the CDC mentor coaching program is once individuals get out, where do they go? So so they got all this training, right? Great training, but it's it's the foundation. Right. So now what is the requirement? Now, the CDC certified divorce coach program does have a continuing education requirement um, and and some other programs do. But I didn't feel the programs were that comprehensive. And as a divorce coach, there's a lot of things that certified professional practicing divorce coaches need to do. And so we created Divorce Coaches Academy out of the the foundation of the need, right, to be able to capture individuals who were certified, whether you were newly trained or were trained 10 years ago. Um, 
we focus on a lot of different areas, coaching competency. I mean, here's a crazy thought. Just because you got trained as a coach once doesn't mean that you're really skilled at that tool belt, right? What are what are your coaching competency skills? As well as supporting practitioners in their own business development. You know, we lose a lot of really, really talented people who come out trained as certified divorce coaches just because they can't make it right? It's hard to get established. How are you getting the client referrals? And we call ourselves solopreneurs, right? So in addition to being skilled at doing what you do, meaning you're a divorce expert, you understand the process of conflict resolution, you're a great coach. Now you're also running your own practice, developing a client referral basis, maybe doing your marketing, social media, managing your website while making sure that, you know, you're invoicing your clients and all of that. So we really looked at uh, that area as well. And then special topics. We saw this with pandemic, you know, mediators responded, you know, divorce coaches, you know, where, what were we doing? Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to create, so Divorce Coaches Academy is an online continuing education platform. I have some amazing partners, Deborah Joke, Susan Kiernan. We're all CDC certified divorce coaches and been practicing successfully for some time now and really looking at providing continuing professional development opportunities as well as community. And, and part of being a solopreneur, we're kind of out there. You know, there's no conferences we're going to. Um, everybody's sort of out there and, and wanting to connect people because that's also part of being mm -hmm. successful. So you can show up for your clients. All of this is to support the concept and to continue to develop a standard of practice, a professional direction and expectation. When I hear people are out there practicing and somebody says they get divorce coaches get a bad name, I'm always like, oh, my heart bleeds, you know, because there there is a there's a core group of individuals practicing who are committed to their clients and recognize that part of being good at what they do is continuing to learn and grow. Yeah, I, you know, one of the things we do for mediators at Mostyn Guthrie um, is offer ongoing continuing education, both mm -hmm. with our 40 hour, you know, I remember taking my yeah. first 40 hour 10 years ago and thinking, okay, I've done that, check that box, I never need to do that again. Uh, I've now taken, you know, well, I, I teach it now, so I've taken it with Woody Mostyn five times in teaching it with him, that's like a master class right there. But yeah taking other people's courses. You are never done learning. We all right, know, should know that in our lives. And I think in these fields where, you know, everybody thinks mediation, coaching, that there's some like process that you just sort of walk through and it's cookie cutter and you do the same thing every time. And it's so the opposite. It's so yeah. seeing a situation and going, hmm, you referenced it, Tracy, what tool am I going to pull out of my little toolbox and give a try here and, and work with? And it takes practice and it takes training and it takes dedication. And when you add all the business part on top of it, we're all, I'm a solo, well, not a solopreneur. I have a um, business partner, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And 
So where can people find both the Academy? Where they, can they find both of you? Give us some follow-up information here. Anybody who's interested in learning, professionals or divorce coaches who are looking at learning more about Divorce Coaches Academy can reach us at divorcecoachesacademy.com um, or you can reach us at dca at divorcecoachesacademy.com. In my own individual practice, I run uh, my own individual mediation and uh, coaching practice and that's at mediating matters i also run a close support group the split society so that's for individuals who might not be able to afford a divorce coach but that can get access to me uh, some similar things that we do in divorce coaching just sort of on a more uh, grander general scale and that's at the split society.com and deb you can reach deb at at DebraDoke.com. It's just my name. I do divorce coaching and I do, um, I'm also a CDFA. I do a lot of work with clients who don't feel comfortable with their finances and, you know, need some education to understand that and feel comfortable and confident negotiating and agreeing to that final settlement. That is a, you know, a critical component. I would imagine on either side of the fence, working as a CDFA, you're coaching capabilities have to help your financial clients and your financial abilities have to help your coaching clients. So I, I'm sure that's a great boon to both of your your clients and just your background and your dedication to this, ladies. I, I, coaching is something I feel very passionately can change the face of a divorce. And you know, that's what we're all trying to do. Um, I've been a part of that litigation process back in the good old days when I was making $700 an hour, but I didn't very much like what I did. And so trust me, I'm doing different things for a reason. You're both helping people the way that you are and then helping professionals help people as well. So thank you both for taking the time today to help me create this, this episode and to share your knowledge with all my listeners. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond.